Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Thursday, November 11th, 2021. When I was a kid, I loved eating starbursts. I, they, they were one of my favorite candies. They just felt so sweet and so juicy, right? And it, and it just, it was a good good piece of candy. And, and then eventually they came out with those bags that eliminated all the lame flavors and just put all the different red flavors. Because when you got a pack of Starburst, it was like, okay, how many reds and pinks do I have in here? And let's get rid of these lame yellow ones, right? And, and they did that and they made something good even better. But the older I got, the less and less I enjoyed eating Starbursts, especially anything close to a whole pack of Starbursts, because I would find by the end of eating that pack of Starbursts, sure, it tasted good, it was sweet, it was delicious, but by the end of it, I didn't feel so good. All the sugar and and everything, you know, I'd have a headache or start to feel run down. I started to realize that, you know, it was enjoyable to eat in the moment, but in the end, it ended up leaving me feeling empty and even feeling sick sometimes. Well, now imagine something even worse. Imagine something that tastes even better than Starbursts, but not just leaves you with a headache, but something that is is poisonous and leaves you uh, really sick or ill or even close to death. And that is how often I think we should see sin portrayed in the Bible. Uh, there is a sweetness in the moment to a lot of sin. It feels good in the moment, but there is a very bitter end towards sin, towards idolatry, and toward rebellion against God. And we're going to see today in our scripture reading uh, both a passage that warns us about this in a very straightforward way, but then also a passage that warns us about this uh, really with an example in what we're going to see with the nation of Israel. So let's start with the straightforward passage in 1 John chapter 2. Or today we're looking at verses 15 through 29, the end of the chapter. And as we look at this passage, we're going to focus today uh, really on the first few verses uh, of this section, 1 John 1, or 1 John 2, 15 through 17. It says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So here we see a clear, straightforward warning about not loving the world or the things in the world. And again, this does not mean, well, when you go outside and it's a beautiful day, say, well, I hate this world. No, that's not what it's talking about when it talks about the world or the things in the world. Uh, Really, lots of times when John uses the world, he's really talking about the the world as it is opposed to God, kind of the lost world. Or he really clearly defines what he means by all that is in the world. He doesn't mean the trees and the rivers or, or different things. He's talking about the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are things he is strongly warning us against 
loving. That we are not supposed to love the world that is opposed to God, and we are not supposed to love the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. And that's where we have to stop back, step back and realize all of those things are appealing to our flesh in some way. The desires of the flesh, what feels good. The desires of the eyes, what looks good. And the pride of life, things that kind of build us up and make us think so much of ourselves. There is an appeal to all of those things. Uh, Fighting against sin by saying, well, sin doesn't feel good is a very ineffective strategy because it's simply not true. Sin does often feel good in the moment. The desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life all have some momentary appeal. But then even John reminds us that the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. There will be reminded, no, these things might feel good in the moment, but they have a bitter end. And even just so you think about the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes, think about how the father in Proverbs warns his son against sexual immorality. And he never says, hey, sexual immorality doesn't feel good, son. No, even he talks about, you know, the lips of the forbidden woman, the adulteress drip honey. No, in the moment, it is always cast as pleasurable, but he warns his son about where it leads. Son, it will feel good in the moment, but do not do it because in the end, it leads to death. Avoid the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life because of the bitter end that they lead to. The world is passing away, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. And then even just as we see uh, the end of idolatry, and even if you think about sexual sin, Colossians 3 reminds us that uh, those kinds of impurities and immorality are linked to covetousness, which is linked to idolatry. And that really brings us then to the book of Ezekiel, where today we're looking at chapters 5 through 7. And here we're seeing the prophecies about the destruction of Jerusalem because of their idolatry. This is the bitter end right here. Yeah, idolatry had some momentary appeal, just like sin will to you. But the end of idolatry is destruction. And we see that in chapter 5. We see God tells him to take a razor and pass it over his head and he divides his hair. You know, some is going to be destroyed in the pestilence. Some is going to be destroyed by the sword and then some is going to be scattered. And he's saying that's what's going to happen uh, to uh, Jerusalem. And he talks in graphic terms about the judgment that will come upon Jerusalem uh, to the point where they will be looking to to feed off of other humans to survive. I mean, what a low point. And also, I don't think that merely shows uh, how bad the situation is. I think it shows how evil they are. Because I think uh, if you look at the law, that that's something that they should have never done no matter what, no matter how bad it was. Uh, but they are rejecting God, and even in their judgment, they are still rejecting God. And then we see God just pronouncing his judgment against idolatry in chapter 6. 
And again, just in strong terms saying, I will bring the sword upon you. In verse four, your altars shall become desolate and your incense altars shall be broken. And I will cast down your slain before your idols. And I will lay the dead bodies of the people of Israel before their idols. And I will scatter your bones around their altars, right? These are intense statements. And we start to see a refrain, um, occurring even in this chapter where he says, and you shall know that I am the Lord. You start to see it several times uh, again at the end of the chapter, uh, verse 14, then they will know that I am the Lord. And then in chapter seven, which also describes this disaster that is coming from the Lord, we see again multiple times, then you will know that I am the Lord. And so he goes on to describe, you know, these combination of the sword and pestilence and famine and how he is going to use all of this um, to judge his people. And he talks about their their sin. If you look at uh, even verse 20 of chapter 7, it says, His beautiful ornament they used for pride and they made their abominable images and their detestable things of it. Therefore, I will make it an unclean thing to them, and I will give it into the hands of foreigners for prey and to the wicked of the earth for spoil, and they shall profane it. I will turn my face from them, and they shall profane my treasured place. Robbers shall enter and profane it, right? This intense judgment is coming because of their idolatry. But again, the end was, and they shall know that I am the Lord. And so here we're reminded just of a few things. We think of 1 John. And we're warned against the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. And we're told that the world is passing away. And in Ezekiel 5-7, through we see the judgment of God poured out against idolatry. And we should look at the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life and say, yeah, I know those feel good in the moment. But then look at Ezekiel. That's what they lead to. I want no part of that. The one who does the will of God abides forever. And so this presents us with a good opportunity to pray for our own hearts and to ask God to protect us from temptation and to remind us of just the bitter end that temptation and giving into it always leads to. Uh, If you are a parent, pray for your children. Pray that God would help them to see before they learn the hard way about the bitter end of sin. Uh, And so use these passages to pray for yourself, to pray for others in your life. And may we be reminded uh, just of the bitter end of sin. And may that be a warning to us to avoid him. We know who God is and we want to follow him. And even if you're looking at some of the things in your life and you're saying, you know, I feel like I'm still paying some of the consequences for my sin. And I I have committed idolatry or I have given in to these desires and I've reaped some of the bitter consequences of sin. Well, then I hope that you will find Psalm 123 encouraging. A psalm that has an amazing view of God, a very short psalm here, one of the songs of ascent. And it just says, to you, I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. 
So even there, just that cry out to God for mercy, that we can know that God is sovereign, but he is also merciful. And he can show mercy to us, even in spite of our sin and the sin of our past. Finally, we look at John chapter 8 and verses 21 through 30 today. And again, here we see another warning. Uh, Even at the beginning of this section in verse 21, he says to them, I'm going away and you will seek me and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. And later in verse 24, he says, I told you that you would die in your sins for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. And there again, I think is a powerful statement, even of the deity of Christ. And uh, we see him telling, hey, unless you believe that I am he, and that's really the same phrase as the I am statements, you will die in your sins. And again, that's a warning, but it is also a statement of hope that if we believe in Christ, we don't need to die in our sins. We don't need to taste the bitter end of Ezekiel if we put our faith in Christ. And I even found that interesting. Jesus saying, unless you believe that I am and the refrain in Ezekiel, and then you will know that I am the Lord. And so may we put our faith in Christ, the one who can save us from uh, the world and from the things in the world, uh, both by forgiving us our sin that we already owe for how we have uh, given into the love of the world, but also by changing our hearts, renewing our minds, and setting us on a different path. May our faith in him be strong, and instead of the bitter end of sin, may we enjoy just the sweetness of victory and faith and abiding in Christ and following him. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.